Now we're going to make some space for that meditation, for the Lord to massage that truth more deeply into our hearts. This may feel a little different than you're used to, so I just invite you to engage in whatever way you feel comfortable. Um, we're going to use our imaginations for this um, meditation. Um, so God is the creator, and we're made in his image, and he gave us our imaginations to be creative like him. Um, so, so we're going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to anoint our imaginations and use them to speak to us. So just get into a comfortable position. You make sure that, you know, all the circulation, there's no, no circulation cut off in your legs or anything. Just in a place that feels comfortable. I invite you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath. And as you exhale, just allow tension to leave your body. And take another deep breath. Lord, we desire to know you more deeply. Would you clear away any roteness or any crustiness we have in our hearts about your work on the cross? Or would you work your truth into our hearts? Would you bring more of your healing, more of your transformation? Lord, thank you that it was your will to bear our sin and our punishment, Jesus. Thank you for doing that willingly. Teach our hearts this truth more deeply right now. So you find yourself in a giant room. It has dark stone floors and walls. In the expanse, you see that you're not alone. Your family is there, your community, your people, and your nation are all there. You actually see all communities, all peoples, all nations are together in this room. And you sense that you are in the presence of holiness. Behind a central shroud, you make out the shadow of a figure. You can't totally see the figure, but all you know is that this figure is the source of all light and goodness and holiness and truth. From behind that shroud steps a man. If you didn't know any better, you'd say that he came from a construction site. He's covered in dust. Um, mud cakes his sandaled feet. A day's hard work has left his once white robe tattered. And his brown skin is nicked and bruised. His dark brown curls look like they've never really been combed. And his full beard is a little patchy and unkempt. By the look of him, you would expect that he's a little stinky. He's not impressive. Easy to overlook. As he walks, though, his dark brown eyes fix directly on you. You feel your stomach jump a bit. He looks at you like your best friend or your spouse or your parent. The way that they look at you and they know everything about you. All your strengths and flaws, all your successes and mistakes, 
and that they still have deep love for you. That's how he looks at you. You see a fierceness in his love for you. He takes his place among the crowd. You look down and you realize that you're holding a ceramic cup. It's nothing special, just a simple design. But suddenly behind the crowd, you hear a giant ancient book thump down on a table. And it creaks open. You hear your name, Red, and in a booming voice, and to your horror, you hear that you hear read that one thing that you don't want anyone to know about. That one sin that strikes guilt in your heart every time you think about it. That one thing you are most ashamed of doing. There's an ominous change in the room. The shouted figure cries out in anger and grief, and you see a blinding flash of light. The just wrath of a holy God. Your sin and that wrath are captured in a drop of black liquid that is poured into your cup. You know that when you consume it, you will bear that full wrath and be cast out. And it would be just for that to happen. Terror grips you. But their voice keeps reading. Every sin you've ever committed or ever will commit, everyone that you're aware of and everyone that you're not, is read aloud with more flashes of wrath accompanying them. More drops of black liquid are poured into your cup. This happens for everyone in the room. All peoples, all families, all communities, all nations. All our cups are filled to the brim by the end. All our sin and the just wrath of a holy God. Except the man in white. His cup is empty. He has no sin to punish, no wrath to justly bear. It's now the appointed time for us to drink. Your hands are sweaty and shaking. As you raise your cup to your mouth, the man in white appears before you. And he stills your hand. He holds his empty cup to you. You see urgency alongside the fierce love brimming in his eyes. He's inviting you to pour your cup into his he knows the cost. He's willing to bear it all for you. He longs for you to live. He is pleading with you to live. It's your choice. You can pour your cup into his or not. Interact with the man now.
He goes to every person, every family, every community, every people, every nation with the same invitation. Some pour their cup into his and some do not. He steps to the center of the room. It is time to drink. As he looks at his cup, you see his hands begin to shake. Anguish flashes across his face. He falls to his knees and, be- knees and beads of sweat and blood appear on his brow. And he cries out, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. You see the shrouded figure approach. You sense his anguish as well. But he lifts the cup up to the man's lips. And he turns his back on the man. The man cries, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then he drinks every last drop. The cup falls to the floor and smashes. It is finished. And the man crumbles to the floor. If you poured your cup into the man's, you immediately see the shroud tear in two from top to bottom. And you see the father fully. He looks different than you expected. Ecstatic joy erupts on his tear-stricken face. His lost child is finally safely home. He runs toward you with arms outstretched to envelop you in a hug. And here we pause on this Good Friday night. The Father, mid-stride, with outstretched arms to receive us. And the body of the Son, broken and in the ground. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. Amen.